law is right Back in the saddle again Whoopee-tie-i-o Rockin' to and fro Back in the saddle again Whoopee-tie-i-yay I go my way Back in the saddle again I'm back in the saddle again Out where a friend is a friend Where the longhorn cattle feed On the lonely jimson weed Back in the saddle again Riding the range once more Toting my old 44 Where you sleep out every night And the only law is right Back in the saddle again Whoopee-tie-i-o Rocking to and fro Back in the saddle again Whoopee-tie-i-yay I go my way Back in the saddle again It's come down to this 100 laps, 5 to go At the line, 5 cars nose to tail Heading down into turn number 1 Anybody's race inside Florida races. It is definitely crunch time. Somebody's going to have to make a move. Three laps to go as they cross the start finish line. Going down into turn number one. They start to fan out. Coming off a of two, they're side by side down the back straightaway. Inside Florida races. That's it. Coming off a of turn four, white flag in the air. Checkers and wreckers. Anybody's races. They go down to turn number one. They fan out two by two, three wide. Coming off a of turn number two, they get sideways down the back straightaway. Someone breaks loose to the top, trying to make the run up on the high side. Going to do it the hard way around. Coming around four, there's still two by two. Three cars drop back. It's one car coming out sideways. Two's on the inside. Coming to the line. It's anybody's race. Inside Florida Racing. Inside Florida Racing. Enjoy Florida Racing. Inside Florida Racing. Inside Florida Racing. Inside Florida Racing. Inside Florida Racing. It's Inside Florida Racing. Good evening, everyone. C.C. Brooks with you. Glad to be back off our month-long vacation. And, oh, wow, Jack. Hey, nice to see you. I like what you have done. I've seen that you – we started off here originally um, on uh, Floor 8 here at the Karnak uh, Complex, and we moved up to Floor 9. And now in 2009, we're on Floor 10 with our Inside Florida Racing Studios, and it looks very nice. Well, that's cool. And uh, we have, uh, it is, it's, it is a brand new year, obviously, and uh, for some reason we're trying to get all this stuff working, right? Well, when you when you set up a new studio, there's always those little bugs uh, to work out when you first but, uh, uh, get, on, get going. Yeah, and uh, so Terry Wall's with us. We live actually from, have somebody in here with whoa, us. There it hey, Terry. Live from Canada. Hello, everybody. I'm glad to be here with the world-famous C.C. Brooks and, <laughs> and Jack Smith. Uh, 
Uh, I love the view from the 10th floor, too. These windows really... Uh, Isn't it lovely? Yeah. It's, I tell you, I, I'm, I'm really impressed. You can tell that, you know, we're getting uh, more and more important in the racing world but the higher right. we go up in this, in this building. And I heard a rumor that my sidekick, Rob Bonehead, is on his way in to join us, and that just thrills me because it's he been quite. He should be a, here momentarily. It has been quite a while since I've seen him. Oh really? Yes, it has. When was the so, last time you seen Rob? Um, it's got to be. Oh my goodness, two or three months. Two or three months. Yeah, you think so he's I'm all changed excited. His looks or anything like that? Nah. <laughs> nah. I can't wait to see him though, and I can't wait to get back to racing. I haven't been um, to many races lately, and I'm looking forward to. Uh, Heading up to Citrus this Saturday, going up to Citrus Speedway, and uh, I hear the racing there is outstanding. They have great car counts, and I'm looking forward to uh, heading to Citrus for my first time Saturday night. Really? Yeah. First time. I haven't mm-hmm. been to Citrus either. I've been to quite a few tracks in Florida, uh, but uh, Citrus is, there's a reason why I didn't go there. I don't know, but I, I, you're looking forward to it. I, that's yeah. a late model show, isn't it? There's going to be super light models, and I'm really looking forward to that. It should be exciting. Um, bad fast, bad fast on that little bad track. Fast. Yeah, that little track, man. It, it so that, that's going to be good. And we've got an exciting show here. Matter of fact, we need to get to our first guest, Terry. And uh, I'm really excited about this too. And I've always wanted to see professional figure eight racing. Mm-hmm. Now, Jack and Rob one night sat me down, one of my first times here, and showed me video of professional figure eight racing, and it was unbelievable, because I've seen what they do at the local tracks, and right. it's nothing like on the level of professional figure eight racing, and we have professional figure eight championship racing coming to Florida in February, that's going to be at uh, in Auber- at Auburndale track, looking forward to that, and so our first guest this evening is going to be the promoter Joel Cohen, coming on to talk about the big figure eight championship race um, at Auburndale, that is uh, February 12th, 13th, 14th, and 15th. So um, that's probably gonna how I'm going to spend my Valentine's Day night is um, at the figure eight race. So hey, that's going to be a good time. It's have you ever seen professional figure eight racing, Terry? Yes, ma'am, I have. And, and, and this at Auburndale, it should be really exciting because that, that course there is a, cl- a small track, a quarter-mile track, if a quarter-mile on the outside, maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, to be there... I, and in fact, the uh, the speedrome with Joe is uh, the promoter. I've watched the television there. Uh, uh, figure eights. Yeah, we'd like to welcome uh, Joel Cohen uh, from uh, Indianapolis at the speedrome. Uh, Joel's on the line with us. Welcome to Inside Florida Racing. Good evening, uh, Jack uh, from Achille, Indianapolis, Indiana. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, welcome, Joel, and it's such a pleasure to have you here. My, I'm CC. And uh, I am looking forward to the show that you're going to be putting on at Auburndale because I've always wanted to see professional figure eight racing, and this is going to be my first time when you bring the big race to Auburndale. Well, are you ready for the big show? The World Figure Eight Tour is coming to Florida. Oh. We're going to the Auburndale Speedway, February 11th through the 14th. I've got the world's fastest figure eight cars in the United States coming to the Auburndale Speedway. I've got drivers from five different states lined up. And I'll have announcements here in the next few uh, days here, but I've got a special announcement today. I'm only going to release on Carnac. Jack, thank you having me on board. I got to say thank you to Rex and Kyle, that guy, because without the owners of Auburndale Speedway, have been most cooperative track promoters that I've worked with. This should not be made possible. So you got to have the venue, Jack. 
CeCe, we got to mm-hmm. have the drivers. We've had an overwhelming support from drivers. I think you're going to see 30 to 36 cars from at least five different states coming to the Auburndale Speedway for the Florida Figure 8 Championship. Wow, what a great car count that will be. And to me, that sounds like that is going to be an exciting show. Yeah, there's no question. We've been working on this really since 2004. The drivers from Florida have been the driving influence. Each year, Gordon Brown, John Naval, the diehards, Wayne Calkins, Seth Nistook, some of the guys from around town have come to Indianapolis for the World Figure 8 Championship, which we're proud to host every year. We just completed our 32nd year. Uh, actually, that car will be coming to Auburndale. We just got news today that the car that won the World Figure 8 Championship this past September has entered the Florida Figure 8 Tour. Oh, awesome. guys down there came to me and they said, Joel, you know, we like what you do here. Please come to Florida and promote a race. That was back in 2004. Well, in 2008, we had Jesse James. You guys are familiar with Jesse James from the former Monster Garage. Yeah. He came to Indianapolis. Uh, he ran in our World Figure 8 Championship. He said, Joel, you, you really do this in a way that needs to be spread across the country. He said, if you go do this event, I will support you. So what better place to kick off the World Figure 8 Tour than in Florida? So I think it's perfect. I think that it's outstanding and, and really looking forward um, to it. Now, it's going to start Thursday, February the 12th. And yep. and run through Sunday February fourth Sunday February fifteenth. Um, and for more information, they can go to WorldFigure8Tour dot com. Correct. WorldFigure8Tour dot com, Speedroad dot com, or Carnac dot com, and certainly Auburndale Speedway dot com. Uh, they have got information up. We will have announcements in the next two weeks of the drivers that are pre-entered for uh, the Figure Eight Championship. We expect to have over thirty cars now. You think somebody from Florida can beat the guys from Indianapolis? What do you think, Cece? Well, you know, um, I think it could be a, a, quite a challenge for a Florida guy to, to do that. Now, if there are Florida drivers that want to enter into these races, can they? Oh, yes. Uh, they can certainly go to speedrum.com and get information and send an email on the World Figure 8 Racing Tour.com. But we have made our um, ways to Charlotte. We've been to Charlotte County Speedway. We've been to Citrus County. We've been to Auburndale. Our driver base, uh, it looks like we're going to have a lot of participation from the Florida guys. Uh, we've got Wayne Calkins, Seth Nistook, I guess John Baranakis is coming, Cliff Russo. Of course, uh, John Laval, who is the world's most hated figure eight driver. Are you guys familiar with John Laval? Terry, we're not on TV. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Joe. This is Terry Wall. Uh, yeah, I, I know John Duvall, and I know, uh, uh, doesn't he run like a cross and uh, skull and crossbones or something on his car? Yes, he does. He's the man of death. I tell you, he's the only guy that knocked uh, Jesse James out of the first parade lap at the World Figure 8 Championship <laughs> in September. He was ready to race. I think that Jesse's still looking to get him. Uh, but uh, it should be a fun time there. we got a bunch of guys from Indianapolis that are coming down. They will actually be in town yeah. on February 11th, and we'll have a practice night on Friday the 12th, and then Sunday's going to be the championship. And, Jack, didn't you have some news? Aren't you going to do some live feed on Sunday? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, Bill Green and uh, Rick Angies are both extremely excited that uh, they're coming over to Auburndale Speedway on, uh, on Sunday. We're going to broadcast that race and the the afternoon or the evening race there and uh the post race festivities live on Real Racing USA and uh 
those guys do a really good job at that. They have a lot of fun doing it, and uh, and Bill loves going back to Auburndale because that's where he started in racing a long time ago. Well, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it. I'm sorry. I'm looking forward to it Saturday night where it's going to be 100 laps yeah, of, the, of the figure eight. I can't wait for that. We start out with a 50, then we run a Saturday 100-lapper and a 50-lapper on somebody. Somebody's going to be the Florida eight, uh, figure eight champion. Are you going to be there, Cece? I will be there Saturday the 14th, yes. I guarantee you you'll see the, the best show in town, the world's fastest figure eight cars. will have you on the edge of your seat. I do expect a lot of cars to come out from Kentucky, Michigan, Today I got an entry, two cars from New York. Two cars from New York that raced down there in 88 to 92. Some of the driver and car owners are on board for Auburndale. So stay tuned. We will be releasing the names, and Jack will be sure to get them before anybody else. I do appreciate, Jack, you helping us get the word out. you got to have support from the media. We've got radio stations. We've uh, four or five radio stations that are going to help support us. We've got area businesses, and, of course, uh, Jack's going to help us. So we look what? forward uh, to growing the Florida Tour, making an annual event, Jack. Well, I tell you, you know, Joel, uh, I got involved in stock car racing in the mid-90s. I'd never really been around it at all. And uh, I started going to DeSoto Speedway, which is a little bit south of uh, of Auburndale. I, that's where I, I live close to there. And uh, within a year, I was sponsoring cars. And guess what? I sponsored the Pro Figure 8 class that raced at DeSoto Speedway and, uh, and Auburndale Speedway on a week-to-week basis. They were the Pro Figure 8s, and it was... Uh, it was really, really a lot of fun. That was the thing that got me more excited between modifieds and the open wheel, or you know, the because the, they were very similar kind of cars in terms of they were high powered, fast, and scary, and uh, and that was really got what got me enthusiastic about uh, stock car racing was the figure eights there. Yeah, Joe, I have a question real quick. Speaking of fast, you said there would be thirty five cars uh, there. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting over the next few days to firm up my commitments. I'm expecting probably uh, 16 to 20 guys outside of Florida, and I'm expecting 16 to 20 guys from Florida. I think we could see 30 and 35 car uh, starting fields on that quarter mile down there. Well, that was my question. If you have that many cars, I was going to ask, how many do you start? Because you you realize Albemarle is a, a little quarter mile. As a friend of mine said down there, he said, let them all start, let them all race, let them all run for the money. We, When we started this, we did not expect to have uh, 30 to 35 cars interest. We thought it would be more in the 18 to 24 cars. But for some reason, uh, the figure eight community is ready to go, and this tour is what they really wanted. And the guys are coming out of the woodwork today. i got two guys from Kentucky, Tony Anderson, car 42, and i got Leonard Basham. Leonard's a world figure eight champion, 1988. He's coming to Indianapolis. These are guys that didn't race the two or three times at their home track in Kentucky that are coming. So you didn't count on that. Ideally, we'd like to start 20 to 20, 28 cars. But how would you like to see the first lap? Oh, I would love to see first lap with that with a full with just a full car count like that. I think it's going to be crazy. It's um, definitely going to be entertaining for all the fans who come on out. To, to the races, and you know why they're all coming out of the woodwork, Joel, it's because they want to escape the, the cold and the snow up north and come to Florida. I got a guy that tells me that's exactly what he's going to do. He's <laughs> taking off. He's turning his phones off. He's shutting his business off. He's coming down to have fun for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and back to reality on Monday. Back to the other question, at the World Figure 8, we start 32 cars, mm-hmm. and we only have a fifth of a mile. So wow. starting 30, 30 to 35 on a quarter mile, really is going to be some event to see. I guess that uh, we'll get everybody up on their seat 
for that first lab. It'll be something to see. It'll be history will be made. It's almost like uh, the front guy is going to be nose to tail to the back guy when you start the race. There's no question that that's what we think. Uh, there, that's going to be a flying start. First, uh, what did you say, 15 laps? Uh, Jack will be survival out there. No doubt about, no doubt about that. And, uh, you know, uh, now next week and, uh, and, and uh, the, the week after, uh, we're going to have um, some of the drivers from around the country. Uh, who are some of the guys we might, might uh, catch here on in, uh, Inside Florida Racing, Joel? I sure like to get the world's most hated figure eight driver to 87, John from Florida. I'm going to get Eddie Van Meter. Eddie Van Meter is the most intense figure eight driver in the country. Car 23, if you need to know anything about him, he puts a front bumper on each week. Look on the flyer at Carnac.com. You'll see car 23 or go to speedroom.com. Car 23, he brings three cars. He brings two additional drivers. We're going to have him on there. He is by far the most intense driver. Talk to his wife at the, uh, on a race day. He does not speak to his wife. Doesn't speak to his children. It's all about racing for Eddie. I'm have <laughs> and if some of you, uh, I wouldn't say old timers, but I've been along, uh, around a long time. I was down there in '88 to '92, and we ran the Florida Tour. We're going to have Kenny St. John on. Does anybody remember Kenny St. John? He's a five-time World Figure Eight champion. Actually, won 77 out of 91 races down there in Florida with C.J. Rayburn. Any of you guys remember Kenny St. John? Kenny St. John. Rob, you remember Kenny? No? No, I don't. No. He was down there for the first Florida tour. I have him on. He's got a lot of stories, and he was a uh, probably uh, one of the best drivers in the United States. Uh, you certainly know C.J. Rayburn. He drove for C.J. in the late 70s, early 80s. Uh, he'll be on the air. And i got to have the Michigan figure eight driver. Let's not forget Robbie Loving. Robbie Loving, who won the Toledo and the Flat Rock Championship Back in 05 and 06 and 07, we're going to have him on uh, the show. I appreciate that, Jack. It'll be a good way to let the fans meet these guys before they arrive. That's that's a, that's cool, man. We're um, we're um, looking forward to this whole deal. Now, you you have uh, something you got to run and do tonight, and uh, I, I really appreciate you taking the time because uh, I know that you're scrunched for time here tonight. But really appreciate you taking the time to uh, stop by and, and visit with us tonight, Joel. I really appreciate it, Jack. I look forward to a long-term mutually beneficial relationship with Carnac, Real Racing USA. Cece, nice to meet you. Nice to meet uh, you too, Joel. We'll see you guys in, uh, well, February 12th, not that far away. We've got a countdown clock on speedrum.com. And don't forget, we do have Auburndale's regular class of cars running. The V8 Bombers, the Mini Stocks, the Scramblers, the Sportsmen, the Modified Lights. They also will be running, Jack, for a Florida championship. So there, there's more than figure eight racing going on, but that's the product. It is the best show in town. We'll see you in less than 30 days, and thanks for having me on. Okay, man. We'll see you. Hi, we'll Joel. talk to you real soon. See you later, Joel. Take care, guys. Thanks again. Oh, I'm so looking forward to that. It's going to be a great night. of. Uh, it's going to be a great family night, and there he is. He's returned. Yes, uh, back Rob in the studio. It's so good to have studio you back here. The studio has another story on it now. It's we, nine. Yeah, that's what oh, we were just talking 10. about. We're up yeah. to ten. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and we opened tonight. You weren't here, but we opened with uh, Gene Autry. Oh, I was listening to Pink Floyd on the way here. <laughs> back in more. back in the saddle again, you know. So, so how are you um, doing? I'm I'm doing great. You know, um, everybody have a good holiday. They're bringing extra security out at um, Critter. I talked to Critter up at Citrus County today. <laughs> They're bringing extra security out next week, uh, Rob. I've got my car all just about ready to go. So you're racing. Yeah, I'll be racing and and uh, at Citrus. Uh, that should be interesting. He, I haven't been there in a while. 
Yeah, every time I tell Critter about this, uh, he has this little uh, funny, uh, I don't know, it's like a giggle or a tremor. I'm not sure which. Uh, every time I mention it, Rob. Last time I raced, I crashed my car up pretty good. Crashed oh, my car up right at the beginning of the race. So, uh, well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be there. You're going to Citrus next week. I, or this week. This yeah. Saturday. Yeah, uh, we're I, all going to applaud you, man. I'm going to, uh, I, I have a funeral to attend on Saturday, and then I will uh, come up and watch you race. So oh, you can't terrible. get into an accident and hurt yourself, because I've dealt with enough of that people well, getting hurt and passing away. You'll be away. dressed for the, <laughs> that kind of occasion. I, I think I'll, <laughs> I'll change out of my uh, funeral clothes into something more racetrack appropriate. No, Good it sh- grief! It should, be, it should be a fun time there at Citrus. Um, I can't wait to watch you back have on a the lot track. Of things, a lot of things racing besides late models. And, um, <sighs> I haven't been there in a while, and Critter says things are happening there. So, and then, and then, <clears throat> we'll talk more about this next Monday. And then, and then, and then, <laughs> and then on Wednesday night, yeah, twenty first, yeah. Wednesday night, I don't know how I'm going to pull that off. That's you got to pull it off. You got to pull it off. Yeah, because. I've, I've got to go. I've got to go do a bunch of auctioneering, mm-hmm. and then leave probably and uh, come there for the. All right, all right. It'd be so cool. It's, it's East Bay Raceway Park Wednesday night. Real Racing USA Live returns to the internet waves or whatever you call it. Bill Green, Rick, Angie's, myself, and of course Rob will be there. Now that we know that that's even better, and CC will be there, and everybody's everybody's going to be there. CC's name wasn't there for actually being there, so you know I kind of wondered how. <laughs> How's the ring yeah, going to we be given con- away? We were conveniently left out of the article. Uh, it's kind of... But the Pandora okay. Jewelers now, Driver now, of the listen, Year is going to be in there. announced, presented, mm-hmm. and the whole nine yards. It's going to be really cool. We get to present the ring. Yeah, it's your deal, man. Uh, and... and uh, and, how, and, you know, are pick, how are we going to pick the winner? Oh, is he picking the winner? No, you, Thank you, goodness, you do. You know, no, no, no. Do you know that, that Terry came all the way from Canada to pick the winner for us? He's the one who arranged this. You know. Uh, well, that's that's good, eh? I'm glad to see you. Hey. <laughs> I've already. In fact, there's some people in Canada listening right now. Absolutely. Well, hello Nicole to Summerfield, you. Jessica Summerfield, and April. Hello and to them. They talk. Thank me you for how to in. say. And Andre, Andre over there at the the promoter at the the Montreal joint up up in Montreal, he's always hanging out. Listening, oh yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. So there's not well, much. Is there racing in Canada right now? Or is it covered in snow? Mm, there's snowmobile, snowmobile racing, man. And so do they do that with the oval tracks there? They yeah. Do snowmobile yeah. and yeah. circles. Yeah. 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 I, I worked at a track at Flamborough Speedway this summer, and uh, talking about car count, can we talk about that for yeah. just a second? Yeah. Sure. They have 35 mini stocks every week. They have 25 to 30 uh, street stocks every week. And they have 24, 25 late models every week. And this asphalt track? Asphalt track. It's only three divisions. That's it. Well, How many asphalt tracks is there within uh, 20 miles of that track? 20 miles. Is there any? Mm, no. How about There's 50 miles? There's a dirt miles? track. 50 miles is probably three. So, see, that's about the same, Jack. What's, How, what's the deal? How come there's car count? Tell us about that. Because their season's a lot shorter. We race too much, too much, too, too much, much, too, long. too the much, guys too get long. Out. So, yeah, exactly. But, but, see, the unfortunate thing is when it's cold here, it doesn't snow. So what's the guy like uh, Bobby Deal going to do with his racetrack 
when if it's not open for racing because it's off season. Well, they all they all need to get creative and quit and, and come up with other things besides stock car racing to do at their venues well, the, and settle this back because the fact of the, the matter is isn't the problem. Jack. Hey, it's hey, the hey, summertime. The hey, Eagles. You now I'm here. Now I, I drank coffee today. Okay. <laughs> all right. Oh my God. Now listen, listen to me, Rob. Do you want to talk about who's going to win the Super Bowl? Is that what this? No. If the Eagles, if the Eagles are getting a hundred dollars a ticket, and I'm not talking about. You know the football team. I'm talking about the like uh, you know oh, Don Henley and those guys. Team. Okay, if they're getting a hundred dollars a ticket and they sell out within twelve hours, mm-hmm. if they're going to Miami, Tampa, or wherever they're going, okay, that's great. But you know what? If they came every week, how long would it take before they didn't sell out? About four weeks. Now, here, what are you talking about? They wore themselves a, out. Here's Thank a, you. Here's something that I think is important. You've got to think about man. the problem in Florida with racing is the summertime. People don't want to come out because it's hot and sticky and it's uncomfortable, and we have all the rain outs. Maybe in Florida we need to consider that during a certain point of the summer we don't race. Still, you'd have to come up with something that the track owners can do, like he's saying there they do some snowmobile mm-hmm. racing. Um, and and the fans show up. What could these? They can't even get people to show up for stock car racing. You know what, Jack? They do need to figure out something to do with their racetrack. They do, not us. Yes, because they, they don't do. listen to us. Wait a minute, well, hold on. Well, it's, it's our job. Be. It's our job to come up with it, right? right. I mean, and CC brought well, up we've a good already, point. Well, we've already come up with the fact they need to lower their ticket prices. And, and some listen and, and some don't, and, and that may not be do, the and then. We're not Kreskin. We don't know the answer. But CC came up with a good point about uh, a split season in Arizona, which is hotter than here. They stop in June or even May, and they don't start again until September. You know what they'd have to get them to do, Jack, is prove to them that by being open all year long, look at how much money you're losing. You think you're making money. They you are. Think it's money, a fact. But yeah. you're losing this much it's money. It's a fact. A driver, it's like I had a promoter just today. A very successful promoter, as a matter of fact, telling me this exact thing, that when the, if the drivers were sitting out there for a couple of months with nowhere to race, they would be talking in their shop about they can't wait for that track to get open so they could go race. Now the way it is, it's here's a big race with 3,000 to win or 2,000 to win or 1,000 to win or five, whatever it is for their class. And since most guys, I mean, you know, they go, well, i got something else to do this weekend. They're always open. I can go next week. I'll go the week after. I'll go next month. Right? Yes. There's no, there's no urgency about it. We're up north. In, they do have that because yeah. out of necessity. Well, exactly. and, and do they have any traveling series there? Oh, or, yeah. 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 See, I just, I, I think it that. It boggles your mind, man. I think that if the traveling series could become a little bit more. Um, affordable, you know, for everyone, then maybe the the local tracks that they could afford to just go and and have those traveling series come in instead of trying to concentrate on having their own late model race. Well, they They don't need uh, to have one every month, that's for sure. They had a series named Cascar. Well, NASCAR took it over and ruined it, but... Did they really? Yeah, NASCAR took it over. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. So they could uh, put them out... um, you can't pull in people with the NASCAR name. Uh, CASCAR was doing better without the NASCAR name. And NASCAR costs the local racetrack really? so much money. There, I don't think there's any of them in Florida. We talked with uh, 
You mean because the confliction uh, of Smyrna Saturday Night Speedway? Racing on TV? No, exactly. What's the owner of New Smyrna Speed? Mr. Hart. We talked to him. We talked to him, and he was saying that they may go um, in, into the NASCAR sanctioned track, and really? they'd be like the only ones in Florida, I think, in asphalt, anyways. Right. Um, and I mean, from past and talking to the owners of the tracks, it, it's too expensive yeah. to get your track ready, you know, um, to to do that. And in Florida, no, nobody's watching well, racing. When you put the NASCAR name on anything, it triples and, and quadruples what you spend um, because NASCAR is not going to do anything unless they make a buck. You know what? I'm going to throw this out there. NASCAR won't be in business next year. NASCAR won't be in business next year. <laughs> yeah. How about that? If things don't change... Well, NASCAR yeah. NASCAR's going to have a hard time being in business without manufacturers sponsoring them. Right. All 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 right. It's getting crazy. Let's let's just you you guys are trying to solve all the world's racing problems. I got more important things to do. Let's well, listen, talk about. We've been on holiday. Let, let's Remember, talk about we've been the on holiday. Okay? Yeah. Okay. You've been on holiday. Christmas. I'll give you. I'll let you slide. Event. Let's talk about something really exciting coming up at Ocala Speedway at the end of the month. And welcome, uh, B.J. Cavan. Hey there, inside to the show. Hey y'all, what's up? Oh, we're just down here, you know, whining. We the first show out, we're already whining. Oh, we're not whining. We're trying to solve problems. Nobody right. listens. <laughs> Did anything get solved? That's the big question. Yeah, we we decided to get you on the air. That was uh, that was a good thing. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, uh, I got some good news. We need some, BJ. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Herman's going to come race with us. Herman. Neil Herman. Kenny Wallace. Oh. Oh, that's cool. Cool. Yeah, I uh, got the word on that today from Mike Peters. Kenny Wallace will be coming to Ocala. He will be racing his modified with us for the uh, Winter Nationals coming up the uh, 29th, 30th, 31st at Ocala Speedway. Uh, along with Kenny Wallace, uh, I got a big question mark next to Ken Schrader. I've heard two different stories on Ken Schrader, but uh, Mike Peters tells me that he is a very good maybe. A very good okay. So that'll be good. Also, Buzzy Rudiman talked to him today. Buzzy will be there. Uh, don't know about David Rudiman yet, but we'll check on that. Right. And, of course, you've got these guys. Now, here's the great opportunity. You know, you, you go out to the track every week, and you see guys like Dave Barber and Roger Krause and uh, Matthews and Bradley and all these guys running in these modifieds. You wonder, I wonder how they stack up against some of these big names. Well, you're going to find out at Ocala, because they'll be there. These bigger names are going to be there, and they're going to be running head-to-head, and it's going to be interesting to see how our local guys hold up against the the, the big names, you know? Right. Hey, so does that mean that Roger got a ride? Because the last time I saw him in November, he had lost yeah, his he ride. He was in a tiff. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know the situation on that, but I'm sure Roger will find a way to be there if I know Roger. Oh, I hope so, because he's a, he's a great guy and a great driver, and uh, that would be such a, a great time for him. Yeah, definitely. And, and another little piece of news here, and I don't have all the gory details on how this worked out, but apparently there was a big modified race that was scheduled out west somewhere, uh, Arizona, somewhere like that. And this race has now been canceled. So the word is all these drivers that were going out there from all over the country are going to be coming here. So we are probably going to be finding out in the next few weeks here, just the next couple of weeks, a whole lot of top modified drivers that are going to be be coming to Ocala Speedway and making the tour through Florida since that big race out in Arizona or wherever it was has been canceled. So that is going to be awesome news, and it's going to make the, the modified half of the show 
a lot better than we ever thought it was going to be. So this is really working out in our favor. And that's great. And that's the last weekend of January this is happening. And um, now for more info, where can people find out more about this, BJ? Oh, they can find out from a number of places. Uh, There's www.ocalaspeedway.com. That is the official Ocala Speedway website. Of course, uh, I'll be pumping out news articles as soon as anything changes or we have updates to the driver list. I'll be pumping those out. You can find those at Karnak.com and all the usual places. Uh, you can also go to the Ocala Speedway MySpace, which is uh, www.myspace.com, Ocala Speedway. Okay. So, uh, got that, too. And, you know, the modifies aren't even the big feature in the show. That's what's so crazy about this. We're talking about the mods. We've got the O'Reilly All-Star Circuit of Champions coming in. The top sprint car drivers, the 410 sprints are coming. That's the big headline act, and we haven't even talked about them. Wow. That's going to be just, you know, a full weekend of, you know, some really intense racing up there. What's the dates yeah, again? The, the Pennsylvania Posse is going to be with us. I mean, Fred Raymer, Lance DeWeese, Greg Hartnett, Stevie Smith, Chad Layton, uh, Doug East. All of them are going to be there. The Ohio gang is coming in, like Dale Blaney, uh, Randy Hannigan, Ken Schaefer, uh, Greg Wilson. And then you've got World of Outlaws guys that uh, are coming in with the O'Reilly guys, people like Baron Pittman, Terry McCarl, Danny Lasowski. And I understand, now this is just, I, I can't say it officially, but there's going to be some surprises in that department coming our way a little bit later on. And what those surprises are going to be, I don't know exactly. Nobody will tell me. <laughs> but there's supposedly something going on, and when they won't tell me, it's got to be big. Well, you got to do the scoop on Real Racing USA. You know that. Yeah. And i got to tell you about this one person we got coming, because this is going to be something interesting to watch. We have a young lady named Miranda Throckmorton. Now, you may have seen her name listed as coming, and everybody's like, who's that? Well, she's a 17-year-old. Apparently, the youngest ever to win in a 410 sprint car. Well, How about that? Wow. 17 years old? 17 years old. What has she been doing before the sprint cars? I have no idea, but apparently she's got this thing figured out, and she's one of the young phenoms that's coming up through the and, of course, we'll get to meet her a little bit better and find out more about her a little bit later on. But, uh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. BJ, yep. slow down, man. When you come on Inside Florida Racing, come prepared, man. We want all the answers, okay? <laughs> I try, man. I really do. I promise. Well, if she's coming to race at your track, you need to uh, give us an interview with her. Yeah, you brought her up. What, what's the story about her? Maybe we can set that up. I don't know. I'm actually going on information that Mike Peters passed me a, a little bit earlier this afternoon. And uh, where is I Peters? Is he back practicing? Whatever to get some more information. I couldn't find her website, and I'm like, wow, man, I've got to be able to say something here. Where is Mike Peters? Is he uh, practicing his uh, promos? He probably. <laughs> <laughs> i got to tell you, though, Mike has been working, and I mean, he has been working almost constantly on this Winter National show. I bet. Uh, i got to send out kudos to him because, uh, I mean, the, the work 
that he has put into this thing, and it hasn't just been recently. He's been at this for months and months and months, making arrangements, pulling strings, putting things together. The guy has just been absolutely, completely dedicated to this thing, and it is probably going to be the biggest show that has ever come to Ocala Speedway ever in the history of that track. Yeah, he's, he, it's just another piece of the puzzle for him. Um, you know, he's been working hard at it since they put the dirt on top of the asphalt there, and um, this is the the next big thing coming from Ocala and getting a piece of the action with um, all these winter national cars that come into town is huge, so uh should be a great show. Now, let me give you a little bit of inside information here, just, to, just something that will help you out a little bit. Uh, number one, how would you like to have a chance to come and watch these guys and see them before the event even starts, see them up close and personal-like? That would be great. Well, what we've done, a lot of these drivers, of course, they've never seen Ocala Speedway before. They've heard about it a little bit on the Internet or whatever, or through the word of mouth. They know it's a very tricky track, uh, so they wanted some track time. So Mike Peters, being the uh, fine and outstanding guy that he is, decided he'd get on the practice session, and that practice session will take place on Wednesday night to the 28th from 5 p.m. until 8 p.m., and that's going to be for the sprint cars and for the open-wheel modified. Admission is going to be 10 bucks ahead. We're not going to open up the grandstand, but don't forget we do have seating there in turn one where you can see the entire track quite well, and if anybody wanted to come up and see these guys practice, well, they could definitely do that. Pay your 10 bucks, come on up, and see the practice session on Wednesday night, then come back on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday and see all the great racing. Well, it sounds like just a, it's going to be a wonderful Winter Nationals for you. Very exciting. And, um, you know, people, go check it out. If you've never gone over to the Ocala Speedway, this is a perfect time to go check out. It's a wonderful track. When we all went up there, we had a blast. Really love the facility. I tell you, and Mike and the whole gang at Ocala Speedway have worked so hard to make that place the best that it can possibly be. And uh, we're going to keep doing that at Ocala Speedway. We're out to... Uh, make a name for ourselves here in the state of florida well it should be a good time the date is january 29th 30th and 31st correct that yep. is correct all right thursday friday and saturday right your adult tickets for the the uh, thursday and friday shows will be 25 dollars for adult the uh ticket for the big finale on saturday night will only be 30 bucks for adult kids 12 and under are going to get in for 15, so it's going to be really nice. Well, you know, BJ, it sounds like a great time, and uh, you'll have to find out more about that young lady and get oh, back with will. us. Well, she'll be at the racetrack. She'll have to prove herself. I'm going to find out some more, and I'll let you know. Okay, sounds good. We'll check right. her out when she gets to the racetrack. We'll see what she can do. Thanks so much for <laughs> uh, squeezing us into your busy schedule, BJ, and we will talk to you later. Hey, we've always got time for you guys. Thanks a lot. Bye. Right, bye now. Bye. Wow, they're going to have a lot of fun up there. Kenny Wallace is going to be there. It's going to be three exciting nights of racing. Did, did you notice the ticket price? Yes, I did. Kind of yes, I did. Yeah. And in the, in the coming weeks, uh, the next couple of weeks, we're going to have uh, guests on uh, 
who are going to race there, you know, who will be, be racing there, some of the drivers. And, and also on Dirt World on Wednesday night, 7.30 to 8.30, those guys will have uh, – they've already had – like we had Steve Kinzer on there just before we went to Christmas break. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're going to have uh, some of those guys on too. Do you think so. we can get Herman back, Jack? I think so. You know, this is really goes so. into an exciting um, period in Florida racing with all the different tracks holding their winter nationals. Um, you know, East Bay, I'm looking forward to going up for their winter nationals. Are they going to do their crate, crate late model show I'm, again? I, I think that we should be up there. I think it's late. February 7th. Well, actually, no, no. That's the, the, the Lucas Oil or whatever it is. The yeah, big, uh, that's the big one on the February 7th. Yeah. The, crate, the crates are late in February, uh, late February. And um, I forget the exact dates, but it's on East Bay Raceway Park dot com. Yeah. Right. And uh, Speed Weeks are always huge at East Bay. I mean, it's what it's what they're in business for. Oh, there's just so much stuff that goes on at this time of the year. It, it's there's just you know, so much good racing all across uh, the state. During, you know, over and now what were we just talking days. about just before we had BJ on about how much there's there's too much racing, but this stuff that happens, this national stuff that happens. Is really, really, uh, it gets exciting. Cause yeah, because everybody that's off up there. They're coming down, down here right? to have fun. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is uh, yeah. January, February, not August. So that's, we'll have good racing. It's a dash for cash for the whole month. Yeah. yeah. Try to make it in the show. That's what it is. Because the most competitive <clears throat> racing you'll see is when these guys come, when there's 50 or 100 of them sometimes. You know, we'll see what the economy's done with those guys. But. There have been times when there have been 130 late models at East Bay mm-hmm. and uh, uh, modifieds, too. You know, sprint cars as well. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how the, uh, what's this girl's name? Oh, Miranda? I, Miranda? Troutwash? Troutwash. I don't know. Throckmorton or something. Yeah, see? Was that right? Something like that. Right? Right? I don't even have a headset on it. I got it. Well, that's probably why. You don't but, need a headset. Hey, you it's know, amazing uh, how good you can hear. On the night that we are at East Bay, that Wednesday night, the 21st, mm-hmm. um, not only are we, of course, doing the Pandora Jewelers Driver of the Year presentation, um, but the whole focus of the show is the Dirt for Dirt uh, deal. Remember we had uh, Todd uh, Hutto on and, and, and uh, Mike Peters and the other people talk about the Dirt for Dirt deal, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and they have the, the uh, their first... Uh, group organizational thing was putting together the top gun sprint sprint car series that's going to be the focus of our deal those owners are all going to be there don reem will be there he's going to bring in some sprint car drivers that race in that deal in that series and uh, we're going to come into the hall of fame cafe they're going to have uh you know uh, food and beer and Spirits and well, we get can to, um, Pepsi and Coke and whatever they well, have. We get sell to tour their new their media tour. I, I've heard they're expanding <laughs> everything up there. You know, Rick and I were up there. Rick Angie's and myself were up there last meet, we, meeting with uh, Todd Hutto, and uh, they are put. They've got the old towers. The, the scoring tower is still there. Yeah. The other tower, the VIP tower mm-hmm. to the right of that, is not there. It's empty, and they have a one that's twice as long, twice as big going up there in its That's place. That's great. Yeah, so it's expanding big time, bringing in tons of new dirt, like 50 to 100 loads of dirt. I think they brought wow. in 50 to bring it in another 50. Um, so what's going on with the show? So that Wednesday night? Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to uh, talk to the to the to uh, some of the sprint car drivers and, and uh, just uh, get more about uh, what that whole deal's about and have fun and... Uh, just like we used to do at the Snook River Grill. So it's we'll, the, be, uh, we'll be broadcasting live. Yeah. 
And if you want to come up and join us, we're going to get yeah, underway at absolutely. 7 o'clock. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you can come on over to East Bay at 6. six. Yeah, come at 6. The seat, the food is going to be available. The show will run 7 until 9 o'clock. Yes, and if you can join us, we'd love to have you there. Otherwise, please tune in online. Yeah, they're going to need us. They're going to need us, CC, to hold the crowd, those three geezers. Well, <laughs> I think my important job should be modeling the ring. And walking around with the Molly ring something. during the evening until you know it has to be given to our big winner. You know, I I got this ring last February, yeah. but I just seen it tonight for the very first time. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yes, yeah. it is. It's, it's, it's going to work out really good there. Um, the diamonds are real. The diamonds are real. It's it's a beautiful ring, valued at um, you know at over thirty eight hundred dollars, gold and diamonds. Uh, you know, whoever wins it is going to to be so pleased with it um and you know we're not gonna to throw any names around i mean everybody's known who has been who has won throughout 2008 as the driver well, let's, of the let's month. talk about let's talk about their names let's throw some of the names out there throw I, can, some names out? I can i can i can remember a few of them i think johnny collins from the united dirt late models who else johnny collins um we had sean smith <laughs> Roger Krause, these Wayne, are all United Dirt Late Model guys. Wayne Anderson. Wayne Anderson. Yes, he did make it in there finally. Yeah. And uh, David the Rogers. <laughs> the other well, Rogers. I was oh, nine, Donnie Ollie. I was, I was, I was Firestein. Yeah. I was telling Terry today. He was Jeff asking Firestein. me who, who he was asking me who some of the if I remembered if I could name them off. Well, I couldn't really name them off, but I started thinking about it, and obviously some of the highlights. There were some of those awards that were a little. They were all special, but there were some that stood out a little. Mm-hmm. Like, remember Jeff Firestein? His yeah. dad yeah. died, and yep. yeah. he went out and won four or five races in two or three different classes at two different tracks in like three or four weeks or something. And it was just like, you know, that was a blue collar racer, the, pit, the epitome of success in that whole deal. And then there was, remember, um, uh, uh, David winning the last possible. He'd never won in all those years. David Rogers yeah, yep, winning, yep, at, winning Lakeland, at Lakeland. Last winning race the last then. race ever. There were certain things like that that just really stood yeah, out. Choquette won the big race. Yeah. Governor's Cup. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, no, the, the, uh, the other one. So here's the deal on uh, what, what was the Throckmorton uh, lady, young lady's first name? Uh, Miranda. Miranda. Okay. Miranda? Yeah. So here's the deal on her, okay? What do you uh, got? You got already got oh, information? Oh, we got that. We got somebody calling something. in with info. I'm gonna tell you something. Go ahead, tell some you. track <laughs> owners, some track owners are on the ball, and I'll tell you, you know, I give Mike Peters kudos. I mean, he's not fooling around here. He knows how to text message. Okay? Oh yeah, well, he's and you can text <laughs> us at nine four one two two eight eight three five nine, and that's on the website insidefloridaracing.com. Before you read that, can I tell you that Mike Peters has got to be like, he's on it, man. On it. He's on it. I mean, we need to get him on next week, and he's on this thing. So anyway, cut the promo he's been working on. This young lady is the first woman ever, first woman ever to win a non-wing sprint car race, and she's the youngest, obviously, to win the the first 410 non-wing sprint car race. She's been racing since she was four and a half years old. Uh, Started in quarter midgets, and then. Like Junior Sprints. She's from Indiana. Give me a and, website. Uh, um, I don't, um, I don't know about that. You're going to have to do some uh, some Googling. But we'll see if we can find out more about that. Right. Anyway. What you got, Cesar? 
Where are we going next? You're looking asking. No, I'm. She's petting the cat. Not, not, not. And your cat. Your cat uh, came to visit me. That, that's the studio. <laughs> the cat. cat has been kicked out of the studio. No. See, you, you know what I, I had like to do today? You know what cat. we had to do today? You know what we had to do? Today? What? We had to call animal control at my house today. Get rid of all the animals? No, there was a, Get out a here. diamondback <laughs> rattlesnake decided to come visit us. And uh, Shakira. Let's say your poor dog's out in the backyard. Uh, my poor dog take care of herself. <laughs> them, two, them two monsters know how to take care of it. So they chased it off before the guy got here. What and, were uh, you doing? Standing on top of a chair? <laughs> I just, Why didn't you kill it? Actually, I was, I, was, I was at a store, and I get a phone call from my wife, who's like freaking out. I say, just call animal control. Be there it's got to be an arsenal of guns inside this place <laughs> right here. I mean, We're fortified. As you pull up, you hear, there's no doubt. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, from the message board, he, he bought a few guns. Yeah. <laughs> well, for certain people on the message boards for protection. but So, uh, uh, you know, on the way uh, here tonight, I talked to uh, Mr. Deal over there about his uh, interesting weekend that they had. Um, did you go to the races, CC? No, the I, I didn't. At I, I mean, Charlotte I, County Speedway, no, we're I, talking I, about. Really, I, I had a friend pass away Friday night, so I, I didn't go out and do anything on Saturday or Sunday. But I know that they were um, they were scheduled to have a fundraiser um, uh, for breast ca- uh, breast cancer, and I was very sad to hear that nobody came out for the walk. Well, you know, people are tired. They can't walk. People are broke. Well, they're broke. They're broke and they're tired. And um, well, his races uh, were yeah. okay. He said uh, they're pretty decent. Um, late model race. He said there was some confusion where uh, the limiteds uh, thought that they were going to be racing with supers, and that wasn't the fact. So the car count there was only about 16 cars, something like that. But. I heard Bobby did uh, double duty on Sunday, and he had to uh, drive the pace truck. Really? He was a, a busy track owner. Well, what was the other part that he did? Oh, the track the owner. Track oh, owner. Wow. yeah. yeah. Uh, that part. That's always fun. Uh, but, you know, he said uh, it's tough to have um, a Saturday and Sunday race. You know, mm-hmm. we talk about the economic times of a racetrack, and uh, they had the Saturday and Sunday race. They didn't have a big showing of modifieds. You know, and it's a shame. He throws the money out there. Here's yeah, the you can't keep going back the to the out. well doing the same old thing, man. When the same old thing quits, it just doesn't work, and you keep doing the same old thing, man. I mean, what do you do? I mean, yeah, you I can't think, keep doing the same old thing. Yeah, I, I think that even um, he's starting to see that, is that, you know, he has these races. He, he gave $3,500 to the winner of the late model race. He gave $1,000 to the winner of the modified race. Well, the guys that race the cars, they can't talk about, well, the guy's not... You know, as a track owner, he's putting the money up. We've said all along, Jack, haven't we, that he's all, paying too much money. All year long. And he shouldn't even be paying that kind of money. Got that and right. He should be dropping the prices of the gate, you know, and not be paying that kind of money. And maybe have – what's wrong with having two super late model races during the year, two limited late model races during the year, two modified races during the year? Is there something wrong with that? No, there's nothing wrong with that. What I would like to know is what kind of a fan count they had turn out Saturday and Sunday. Oh, it's, it's terrible. It's, it's been terrible for them. You know, he said even with the uh, 
I, I told you I talked to him today. And, uh, well, it's not uh, even, grand. Even with, it's not grand. I'll tell you, it's not, it hasn't been grand for anybody except I'm for sure. except for. Unfortunately, again, we can't seem to avoid the fact that the dirt tracks in general are doing better than the asphalt tracks, and it's simply. It seems rather obvious that it's about the entertainment value mm-hmm. and the cost of that entertainment. It seems rather simple. I don't know. But don't you think, too, like, that... If the guys aren't going to sit down and assess that and, and not willing to change it, well, now we've they're got going to have to go on down the road to the end of that conclusion, and it's going to turn out the way it's going to turn out, and it ain't going to be good. Don't you think possibly there's too many divisions at certain racetracks? How many times have we talked about this in the last year? Yeah. I mean, week quite, in, quite week, bit, week yeah. in, week out. It's like everybody seems to know what, I mean, these are just like obvious things, but nothing's, if you don't change it, you got to change things to get changed, man. Right, right. Yeah, yeah you definitely got to do some uh, switching up. And, and you have to take, in my personal opinion, you need to take into consideration the community your track is in in the state of that community and what people can afford. Exactly. Because they're going to look at, okay, we have X amount of dollars. What do we think we're going to get our best entertainment value for it? This is, this and is, price things this is a no-brainer, and, and I know this, this may be picking on Charlotte, but if it is, it is. But I'm going to tell you what. The way when you're in business, and I don't care if you're selling hot dogs, lemonade, you know, ladies' underwear, I don't care what you're selling. The point is you've got to look at what, your, what people in your industry are doing that are the most successful and look at what they're doing and take the good points from them that you can apply and that's just standard business 101 right yeah i mean anything that you're in there are people in your business industry across the country that are doing good well you look at those people not what the people who are failing are doing okay exactly. bobby deal has been following the lead of john sapricone and john sapricone's track Unfortunately, and, and a lot of it is beyond John's control, I understand, and it's not that John's a bad guy, but unfortunately, DeSoto Speedway has gone way downhill in terms of car count and attendance. That's not an opinion. That's just a simple fact that everybody in the state knows. Okay. Well, Bobby Deal is following his lead, raising the prices. Now they're the highest, highest price racetrack for a short track, Saturday night track in America. Okay. Go look what people are doing that are being successful. Well, successful see, see. tracks are charging on on average. I did a survey last year, and we talked about it on this show last year. I checked with every single track in the South. There were some that charged fifteen. They were not the successful ones. The successful ones are charging ten and twelve. Successful being packed grandstands. Right. CC brought up a point, and that is the community around it and the uh, what state of affairs. Are they in? If you take Charlotte County, it is number two in unemployment mm-hmm. in the whole state. It is one of the most so blue collar. It's it's a it's a listen for the guy working. He's barely hanging on in that county. The ones that are hanging on are the ones that are rich that own those houses that are deciding they're going to have to live here instead of going back and forth. I'm telling you, man. You know, so yeah, something needs to be thought about there. And I, you know, and it has to come from. Okay, well. Track owner says, okay, I'm going to let them in for free. I'm going to let everybody in for free. That's not what I'm going to advertise. Come to the racetrack. I'm going to let you in for free. Well, on that day that he lets everybody in for free, 
He can't have a super late model race where he's paying $3,500 to win. Can't do it. Man. Okay. But he could have a free day where he has all his regular classes come, and he tells every one of them, listen, you guys all show up today, okay? And if you show up today, you get a free parking slab, okay, mm-hmm. the whole season, you know, you get this, then you get the, that, the other thing. Don't pay a bunch of money for it and see what happens on that day that you let everybody in for free. Now, that's one way to look at it. Or you go ahead and bite the bullet and you have a major race on that day, okay, something really good, something that you do spend some money at. That way everybody that comes to free gets to see a wham-bam show, you know, at your place. Because I sit and just listen to what Jack said, and I said, okay, well, let me throw myself into John Saffacone's shoes for a second, okay? You guys are all jerks, everyone. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, John. You know I'm only playing. No, let me throw myself into his shoes for a second and be the real devil's advocate. Um, what should I do as a track owner? If I look at what East Bay's doing, mm-hmm. I can't go throw dirt on my racetrack. I can't even afford to put anything on my racetrack. Um, so what should I do? Do I... I look at their classes they have at East Bay. Okay, I'll formulate the same classes that they have at East Bay. What what should they do? That's the question. Anybody have an answer? Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to have to wait on that answer because we are going to have to go to break. You always do that to poor well, John Well, I'll Sarkone. tell you, at 8 o'clock tonight, we're premiering the whole new cart deal, man. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. We're talking Rob carts, cart man. Talking carts. Talking we, we, carts. The weekend carting, you know. And, Competition. Uh, so we're we're going to start a, finding out what's going on. Yeah, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to start finding out what's going on. We're going to have uh, some uh, Dustin Chisholm, I think, is going to be with mm-hmm. us, and uh, we're going to take it from there, okay? Yeah, he's a real and racer. We'll You're going to find out. Okay. Because Terry knows the answer. I do. He does. I do. He actually we'll be right back. We'll be right back, everyone. Inside Florida Racing. Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done. Fast Car is Florida Racing. New Smyrna Speedway, Orlando Speed World, and Columbia Motorsports Park are where the action is. Sunbelt Super Late Model Series, Goodyear Challenge Series Late Models, Fast Car Pro Trucks. Fast Car has the most exciting traveling shows in Florida. Your racing adventure begins at www.fastcar.org. That's www.fascar.org. Here you will find links to up-to-the-minute information about all the great Fast Car racing action. NASCAR, that's Florida Racing at its best. This is Roger Krause, driver of number 32 late model, and you're listening to Inside Florida Racing. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Ripper Upper. Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Ripper Upper. 
truly the long arm of the law at the movie theater. You and a velvet rope are all that keep the huddled masses from a free flick. Ever vigilant, you boldly demand to see our stuff. Getting a little personal, don't you think? Who's the guy in the military-style uniform that would make any third-world dictator proud? Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Ripper Upper, that's who. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Stuff Master, because you really tear it up. Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Ripper Upper. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Dishonest Cable TV Hooker-Upper. Mr. Dishonest Cable TV Hooker-Upper. On any given day, somewhere between 9 and 4.30, you arrive ready to bring us the world. And for an extra 20, you'll bring us porn. Hey, you've already got the van and the jumpsuit. Why not get into criminal activity? Just a naughty boy. After all, what are they going to do? Throw you in cable jail? I don't think so. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light manhandler of the Scrambler. Because isn't it about time someone hooked you up? Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hot dog race. What's a hot dog race? Exactly. I need to know what a hot dog race is. I'm envisioning... Where do you... Outside the box. Outside the box. Remember that. It's time for This Week in Florida Karting, bringing you the racing stars of today and tomorrow. Presented by the Soto Champ Karts, Florida's karting series. All right. It's time for karting. And yeah. next time, you'll well, have we... earphones on so you can hear what's going on there. I can hear it. I can hear hers. See? Oh. I can hear hers. Oh, okay. okay. But the deal is, is that you lobbied hard last year <laughs> for cart for more on carts because you you saw the importance of it. You see that. You know the importance of it. There is a huge importance in, uh, in karting, and I think it's something that's always been overlooked because we always just talk about, you know, car racing and... I remember when I raced carts, I wish there was some kind of show that would even have recognized um, anything that we did. So I think uh, recognition of some of these guys and, and, and starting to realize that they're really racers and realize that, you know, um, guys like Sean Smith that do, do so good in racing um, come from the roots was, of Dustin Chisholm, who we're going to talk to today. We're going to talk to Dustin here in just a minute. But, you know, last night I was preparing some stuff for this uh 
se- segment <coughs> we're doing here. Yeah. And I'm flipping around, and lo and behold, I checked an, inter- uh, an interview that Bill and Bill Green and I had done doing Short Track America three years ago. And it was an interview with Eric Amarola, and it got my attention, and I'm listening to it. And what's Eric talking about? He is talking about karting and how important it was for him getting to be where he was. And now he's up in the cup. So it's amazing. Speaking of him, we're going to talk to his uh, grandfather, Sam Rodriguez, who uh, owns Dirt Devil Speedway, um, which is a big karting track there outside of Tampa. We're going to talk to him next week, I believe. And um, he can tell you um, firsthand um, how instrumental it is in a lot of these young kids coming up today, getting them involved in racing carts and uh, where it has put them you know, uh, today, whether it be in their regular life or uh, in racing. And right now, we have our very first guest on our karting segment, and uh, it is, uh, we want to welcome Dustin Chisholm to uh, Inside Florida Racing. Dustin, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? It's going good, man. Uh, now, haven't talked to you in a while. We, we know each other, you know, uh, watch you when you race go-karts there and uh, Dirt Devil Speedway for so long, and you know, uh, even back in the day, me and your father used to race... Uh, street stocks together at sunshine and uh it's interesting to see uh the kind of racing that you've done over the years and where you're at today and uh, and and starting this karting segment i thought it would be really good to have you on so you could maybe enlighten the folks out here and just what's involved in the kind of racing that you do and that you've done um and uh, how instrumental karting was into uh racing stock cars like you've done yeah, that's actually where I got my start is Sunshine Speedway. When uh, when I was eight years old, they had a the Tri-City Kart Club out there on Sundays. Sure. And uh, we started racing out there, and there's people like me, Troy DeCare, and a lot of other names, Eric Almirolo. We all raced in that series and uh, kind of grew up together. And we all kind of branched off different ways into stock car racing and I think it's helped me out tremendously as far as learning how to drive and a lot about the setups, too. Uh, just learning everything, all the geometry on a go-kart, it's like a small race car. Right, and uh, talk, talk about the competition. Uh, we've brought it up before with, with karting. And uh, uh, t- uh, tell the folks, uh, like, how many cars you, carts you would uh, race against when you'd go to some of these big races of which you've been champion and of which you've won. When we were racing the Dirt National Series, you would get at at Daytona for the World Championships. We would have 200 carts in each class, and that was that was almost a minimum on most of the classes. You'd uh, you'd get anywhere from 200 to 250, and um, you know as the year goes on, every like every racing series, it kind of gets smaller. But they'd have a full field in every class of at least. 30 that started and um every national you'd go to you'd have to compete against 60 or 70 other guys just to try to win your 20 lap race and there wasn't there wasn't even money involved right no there's no money involved it was uh mainly for bragging rights but now um since we've gotten back into the carts a little bit we've been following some of the money races and uh it's actually becoming a big a big thing um where they're having a lot of uh, money races and even money series where they're paying out for each race and for the end of the year. Have you ever, Dustin, um, run your, your carts on 
uh, racetrack like East Bay, big racetrack like that? Um, all the national races that we went to, they were all quarter mile and bigger to be able to fit the 30 cart fields on. Right. So a lot of the tracks were the same size as the stock car tracks around here. And, um, you know, they were, they were run in a little different to keep them real smooth. But, uh, all the dirt tracks we ran on were all quarter mile and bigger, most of them. So, so what are you racing today? Um, now we're racing the, uh, the DeSoto Champ Cart Series, and that's, uh, it seems to be a really good series. Uh, Mike Boardman is a great promoter for it, and Phil Harp is doing a great job at running it. It's a money series where they, you know, they help out the carters so we can all get out there and race. And, uh, they've been getting anywhere from 20 to 35 carts in each race, and it's, it's a great series. It's it's different than any other kind of racing. You know, most races you go there, you race, and you go home. Where when you go to the DeSoto Champ Car Series, it's kind of like a big family. You hang out. You get to know everybody. And uh, afterwards, everybody gets together, and they have dinner together. So it's it's a really fun deal. Now, come on, Dustin. Give me a good promo for uh, the DeSoto Champ Car Series because I've seen these guys race out there. And to me, you're not going to see any drafting from any of the cars out there like you're going to see with you guys out there. And I think that folks are going to really, I think by the time we're done with this, Jack, people are going to understand that, you know, that they're, that karting, you know what, maybe some of these tracks on Saturday night need to do some karting stuff on Saturday nights instead of dealing with these cars so much if nobody wants to show well, up. Carts race for free, didn't you hear what he said? That's why we hooked up with the you know, the, the DeSoto Champ Cart series sponsors this segment. Right. And because we think it is important. I mean it, like you you guys convinced me. It's important. You know when I fr- when I first saw the DeSoto Champ Cart series I told Bobby, I said, you know, whatever it costs you to have these guys here, look at the show that they put on. They put on such a good show when they're there. So you're racing in that now, Dustin. Yeah, and it's it's the most fun series to run. I've had late model drivers stop me in the pits and tell me that that was the best race they've ever seen because it's such close racing. You know, you have 30 carts out there, and they're all side-by-side, bumper-to-bumper, and you can actually, you know, bump people and push them and draft them around the racetrack and make races look like the Daytona 500 when it's on a quarter-mile asphalt track. And, and and the danger is there. Trust me, everybody's on the edge of their seat thinking, well, these guys is about to smack the wall. They're fixing to come off the corner and hit the wall. And uh, it's amazing how fast they can slow down when they do get sideways. But um, uh, have you ever I, seen I, these I, guys I, race oh, yeah. before? Uh, that's the question I had. Isn't, doesn't, isn't these carts the ones that are similar looking to quarter midgets? Yeah, they have a cage and stuff. Yeah, cage. Yeah. Yeah, okay. They're very similar to a quarter midget. They just don't have the uh, shocks on them, the suspension. No, uh, can't you sneak a shock underneath that cowling? <laughs> Too heavy. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're looking for lightweight, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, let's talk about uh, a nemesis that I always had when I raced carts, and he's still racing today, Chad Dawkin. Have you got a chance to race with him much? Yeah, I've raced with Chad quite a few times. He's, uh, he's one of the top competitors there at, uh, at the DeSoto Champ Car Series. Yeah, I'll tell you, man. He he was always one of the the toughest guys. Very aggressive racer, and um, always looks good when you're on the other end watching him. 
you know, when he's in those carts, man, he he always seems. I tell you, man, he always seems like he's at home behind the wheel of one of them carts, and uh, he's he's built for a go kart. Yeah, it's perfect. Got that perfect slim build, you know. But I don't know. As he's getting older, he's getting bigger. Slim build. That's the guys we hate, isn't it? <laughs> but uh, yeah. I spent years uh, chasing him around. When I, you know, when you talk about that, Dustin, what got me into stock car racing was uh, at Lakeland's uh, small track. Before they ever built a big track, they had the little one, and they'd run on uh, Friday nights there, and um, they'd run a go kart show. Super Karts USA is what it was called, and you could run run what you brung pretty much a you know a shifter motor, or you could run twin Yamahas. And I remember I had a twin Yamaha, and so did Chad, and it was crazy racing against him, you know. And we went out there and raced for, I think it was $500 to the winner, you know. That was the first time that I started racing in circles, and look where it took me. Look where I'm at today. I spent so much money, it's crazy. Dustin, uh, how old are you? I'm 21 years old. So you've raced against B.J. McLeod then? Yeah, actually, my first state race win was against B.J. McLeod, me and... uh me and Troy DeCare were a lot younger than BJ at the time. Right. And um, it was at Auburndale Speedway. They had a state series going on there. And uh, our our dads kept telling us we had to get together and draft with each other because BJ kept pulling away from us. And then finally one weekend I got behind Troy and started pushing him. And on the last lap we went three wide across the line and caught BJ. And that was, that was my first ever state win was against BJ. Where was that at, Auburndale? Yeah, at Auburndale Speedway. I think I was there that day. Were you? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was when I first started learning how to draft, and ever since then I've been trying to perfect it. So I'm glad the DeSoto series came out because uh, it's helping me out on learning how to draft a little bit better. Did you ever run carts at Sebring? I did race there one race. Um, I raced for Victor Peters right. uh, at VP Motorsports. Yeah. We, we pulled off a win there, but it was... It was kind of a lucky win because we had a an oval set up cart, so I couldn't really make the right hand turn very good. Right. And uh, the finish line was right after the hairpin right hand turn. When I went into that corner, I was passing for the lead, and the cart came up off the ground. But when it came up off the ground, the guy who was in second got—I don't know if he got scared or what—but he hit the brakes and spun out. Right. So when he spun out, I could bring it back down on all four wheels and we ended up coming away with a win but that was a real fun track to race at there too yeah some of my funnest times in kart racing were definitely at sebring because uh you could let it hang out there and if uh you wanted a good lesson on drafting you were going to get it there for sure now um did you ever know bob thompson yeah i knew bob thompson real good now, now bob thompson was was what i would say um the guy that his love for karting is could be compared to Jack's love for racing cars, but ten times. Um, Jack, this guy was really into having races for kids to be able to race. And, and just hundreds of people would show up to run these kart racing shows that he'd have all over the state of Florida. And uh, um, the last uh, t- that I raced go-karts was uh, I was a champion in uh, – Bob Thompson series that he had. That's cool. That was like in 1989, I think, or 90. So, uh, very interesting. Uh, Dustin, you know, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us, you know, on our inaugural segment of uh, Inside Florida Racing Karting. And, 
you know, uh, as time goes on, we'll have you on again, you know, and uh, if there's some guys out there that you think uh, we might need to have on, you know, uh, get them in touch with us sometime or another. Get them to listen to the show, and uh, maybe they can be on, and uh, we'll make them famous. Yeah, I'll do that. Thanks for having me on the show. All right, no problem, Dustin. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, thanks. All right. And um, you have some news. You have some carding news? Huh? Oh, who has the news? Who has the carding what? news? Somebody's got carding news here. Somebody has carding news? Yeah. Hold on a second. Let me see. Let me, let I know me we have some through. carding news. We, we definitely have um, some carding news. On oh, Saturday? Yeah. Saturday. Yeah. January 7th. Hurricane Speedway. A oh, yeah. six-mile dirt oval in Coco is running the Hurricane 100-lap senior box stock race. With a five hundred dollar payout. Wow! And what's on. a senior? What's a box top? What, what does that mean? That would be you take it right out of the box and you run it. Probably a Briggs class, five horse Briggs and Stratton motor. Yeah. You got to take it right out of the box and run it. So, huh. you know, they need tech men in karting too. That's another thing we'll get into is the tech men and how serious it is. Like, like what Dustin was just talking about about the money races that they do now. Listen, that stuff's serious. Okay. And then coming up also on Saturday at Charlotte County Motorsports Park, they're running both a Briggs 4 cycle class, um, a road course through the infield, and the CCMP Pro Drafting Carts um, as part of their Saturday night stock car program. And both features will pay a minimum of 200 to win. Both purses increase if it's 13 or more entries. They don't cheat in karting, do they, Rob? Oh. That's it's, a whole other subject. Yeah, we segment. got into that. We'll get bit. we'll get one of the uh, tech guys on in another segment one time. Uh, dirt it's, Devil Speedway. It's a fifth mile dirt oval. It's just outside of Tampa. Before you get to Brooksville, it's running the New Year Shootout on January 23rd and 24th. Two day show pays cash purses, and every class go to DirtDevils. dot com. And that's Sam Rodriguez track, and he'll be on next week with us. Yes, um, and that's going to be fascinating. And I'll tell you frankly, I know we're going to spend more than. Uh, the usual allotment for Sam because when we get him on, we're gonna we're gonna take care of it. We're well, no, he's he's uh, for folks that don't know him, man. He's a multiple big time, time TBARA sprint car champion. I mean, yeah, he's, he's known a all big over the time country. racer. He he knew yeah. a lot about racing and he started out in carts. That's what we're gonna talk to Sam sure, about. Sure, and realize that when I was a kid. I was racing carts against Sam Rodriguez. And he, and he basically, being Eric Amarola's grandfather, he's the one who, who brought him up through the ranks and, and taught him how to race. Yeah, so, And you got uh, Martin County's yeah. Raceway, uh, CC. What's going on there? January 31st, uh, they are going to have the first annual South Florida shootout. This race is for senior champ carts and will pay $500 um, to, well, my copy here is cut off. I believe it's 500 to win with a $1,000 purse. Is that right? Yeah. My copy is cut off. Yeah, okay. that's good. This race is unique in that the local radio station, 103.1 The Buzz, will the be buzz. doing a remote, a live broadcast from the track on the day of the race. They will also be interviewing the top drivers live from the track during the day. Now, senior champ carts would mean that they're probably uh, like over 30, age? maybe. Over 30. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Nobody's your age, Jack. <laughs> I don't know how they do it, but uh, it might just be over 18. Yeah, no, no kids can run for money, so we'll have to get the skinny on that. Again, you can send us <laughs> feedback. Skinny. You can send us feedback on this show, and especially about the the carding thing. We want to know what uh, what you think, what what uh, input, you know, who we should have on. Give us ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, feedback at realracingusa.com. You can text us at nine four one two two eight. 
8359, Jack. You want me to tell you your phone? You know, I am really wishing we have the webcams set up in here because I'm modeling. <laughs> I'm modeling. Nobody here gorgeous. has, but nobody but you here has a face. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to come back and you can tell people all about that because okay. we have to do our little thing. It's already here. on the website. They brought to you the by the Soda Champ Kart Series. Check them out at a track near you. This is Real Racing USA. Jason Kimball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, Jason. Him right, and him and Sean buddy. are real good buddies. Man, Sean ran those, and I mean, and look at Sean Smith. He's like, he's like one of the best uh, uh, dirt lay model racers in the state of Florida right now. Right in one of them go karts and race. NASCAR is Florida Racing. New Smyrna Speedway, Orlando Speed World, and Columbia Motorsports Park are where the action is. Sunbelt Super Late Model Series, Goodyear Challenge Series Late Models, Fast Car Pro Trucks. Fast Car has the most exciting traveling shows in Florida. Your racing adventure begins at www.fastcar.org. That's www.fascar.org. Here you will find links to up-to-the-minute information about all the great fast car racing action. NASCAR, that's Florida Racing at its best. Are you ready to win? If so, it's time to move up to Five Star Race Car Bodies. Five Star Race Car Bodies designs and manufactures the highest quality race car body components. Short tracks, drag strips, road courses, and even in the desert, Five Star has one driving passion, to help you win. Five Star Race Bodies designs and manufactures for NASCAR, Grand Am, NHRA, IHRA, SCCA, Short Track Asphalt, Short Track Dirt, USAC, USAR, Hooters Pro Cup, and the ASA Late Model Series. Find out more today at fivestarbodies.com. The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. Professional radio show this side of the Mississippi River. Do you guys yeah. want to know about the hot dog race yet? No, what? Oh, wait, wait, wait. CC's modeling the ring. I, I, oh. Yeah, everybody see it? Kid doesn't it look nice. Go <laughs> online and click on cam. Pandora Jewelers. No, that, you know, that, it, looks, it looks gorgeous with my nice long fingernail yeah. here. Of course, it, for my hand, I man's have, ring. I have a petite hand, so the because big man's Because we knew a ring. man was going to win. Why, Terry? <laughs> because we said so. <laughs> 
But it's because women can't race. Oh, no. Terry, don't go there. I told you. Oh, kick him out. He's out. Cece, Leave the studio. I'm going to give you a hug, I'm gonna give you a hug later for your losses, but I really <clears throat> need to get this off my chest. But anyway, Jack. Uh, all right. Well, well, he's done. What's the hot race. dog race? Hot dog race. Let me hear it. Okay. You get like six cars in a class, you know, like bombers or something. Oh, I thought this was going to involve dachshunds, but okay, go ahead. No. And then you run five laps. They have to unbuckle, get out of the car, and there's a table on the edge of the racetrack with a hot dog and a Coke. You have to eat the hot dog, drink the Coke, get back in the car, buckle up, and then run five more laps. Silly. Silly? Uh, okay. Some guys can eat more than others and a lot quicker, so... But they're probably a lot slower getting in and out of the car. <laughs> right. And and it's an entertainment thing. And then the trophy would be obviously a trophy with a big hot dog on top. Mm-hmm. And then you pick five fans, one for each driver, or six fans, one for each driver. They get a hot dog trophy, and the driver gets a hot dog trophy. Okay. Entertainment. Interesting. Entertainment. I see where you're going with that, Terry. You want to hear entertainment? Stop having the same shows that you have every week, and this goes out to all the tracks out there that aren't doing well. well have you? Nobody. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Hmm. Think outside the box. No, no, that, no, no. That was a good idea. Don't don't get me wrong. I think the other idea. That's what we do. We shoot these ideas out, and then they they listen to them, and then they in one ear and out the other. You always let me, do. Let me interrupt your ideas because we want to talk to. Uh, we were talking about citrus. Okay. Yeah. So last week or the, the, on the third. When we were going to go, but we couldn't go because of circumstances, they had the modified race. Richie Smith won the race, driving the number 42, Hernando, Florida driver. We have him on the line with us, his first trip down uh, inside Florida racing. Let's All talk right. to him. Richie. 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 Richie there? Richie. 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 Hello. Is he Richie oh, did Rich? We, did we scare him off? Richie Rich, you don't need it. Rob, Rob I'm, afraid, I'm afraid we might have scared him off. You can hear us. So turn him up, Jack. Button pusher. We're experiencing technical Richie. difficulties. Richie. Richie. Okay. Okay. We ha- okay. Due to some technical difficulties, we're going to take a break. We're going to uh, try to get things straightened out, and we will be right back on Inside Florida Radio. I bet they don't have this problem at your radio station. No, yes, we, they do. Oh, no, we don't. Not this problem. Anyway, uh, we're going to go to a break. We have plenty of others. We'll uh, go to a break, and we'll fix the technical problems, and we'll be back. We'll probably come back with some new funky music, too, so uh, Hopefully. stay tuned. When we come back, we're talking about Citrus County Speedway. There we go. Look at the snow. Got yourself in. Yeah. 
down to this, 100 laps, five to go at the line. Five cars, nose to tail, heading down into turn number one. It's anybody's race inside for the race. It's definitely crunch time. Somebody's going to have to make a move. Three laps to go as they cross the start finish line. Going down into turn number one. They start to fan out. Coming off a of two, they're side by side down the back straightaway. Inside for the race. That's it. Coming off a of turn four, white flag in the air. Checkers and wreckers. Anybody's races, they go down to turn number one. They fan out two by two, three wide. Coming off a of turn number two, they get sideways down the back straightaway. Someone breaks loose to the top, trying to make the run up on the high side. Going to do it the hard way around. Coming around four, there's still two by two. Three cars drop back. It's one car coming out sideways. Two's on the inside. Coming to the line. It's anybody's race. Inside Florida race. Inside. Okay. Okay. Yes, All right. It's, it's inside Florida racing, yes, we and got it. we, we got think it. we've got, got the technical difficulties straightened out, and we're going to go to the phones. Richie and, uh, Smith. We have Richie. Hey, Richie. Hello. How are you guys? There he is. We're doing well. He's how there. are you? Not too bad. Hey, congratulations on your big win on the third. Yeah. Thank you very much. So, what are you? Are you eating? Uh huh. Sounds like you're eating. No. Uh, no, I. Watch TV. Oh, so um, what's happening, Richie? Uh, what's what's your next uh, your next race? Um, I'm not really for sure. I don't know if I got to ride this weekend for the big uh, late model race or not. Now, how's that work? You don't know if you got to ride because you know is there somebody out there looming around that's giving late model rides out? Because I want to know who they are. <laughs> uh, Glenn Webster every now and again lets me drive his car. I drove it all last year, so. Um, I don't know if he's wanting me to drive it for this next race or, or what the deal is. Well, Glenn's got a good car. He always puts a good car out on the racetrack. Yeah, he does. Yep. Yep. Is it still the number three? What number is it? Um, I drove the 33, the one Daniel took to Auburndale. I drove it all year for points at Inverness, and uh, then Daniel drove the three car when they came up here. Hmm. So, I'll, I'll be there racing my late model this weekend. What, what should I be... Uh, what should I be uh, looking for? Yeah, can you give Rob some pointers? Give, give me some pointers. Even though I've been there, but I ain't been there in a while, give me some pointers so I can uh, mull it over. I, the biggest thing is not to overdrive it. Get down in the corner there. No, I want to know what gear to run and all that. I don't, <laughs> I don't need you to tell me how to drive it. Tell me what gear to run. That's inside information. He's not going to tell you that. Yeah, he will because he's a racer. He'll tell me. Uh, a lot of them guys run six, anywhere from 618 up to... 58, probably. I'm going to run a 39. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm going to start with a 39 and see where it goes. Um, so uh, what did you have to do to win the race the other day? Did you have a good showing there of uh, modifieds? Tell me about it. Yeah, we had uh, we had 18 modifieds show up, and uh, pretty, it was pretty good uh, pretty good show, actually. Started fifth, probably two percent fast time. I started uh, fifth. I was fourth fastest. He pulled eight pill, so or nine pill, something like that. And I started somehow started fifth, and uh, by lap five or ten, I was leading it. Just sat out front. So uh, can you run the outside there? Oh yeah, very much so. Well, yeah. That sounds good. Do you have to have a different gear for if you run the outside or if you run the inside, Richie? No, I run the same regardless. That's why I chose that 39, because it's in the middle. It'll run on the bottom or on the outside. Because I'll tell you, a big problem that I used to have at Citrus, because I ran there quite a bit um, when Billy Hooker had it. 
he was a great promoter of that place over there, and he was great for late model racing at the time. But um, I'd run that place, and you'd get a problem with people pounding the bottom, just line up on the bottom. They would line up, they'd line up ten deep on the bottom. So me and Mike Bresnahan, we raced there every week. We would throw it out there. I'd just stay out there, lap after lap after lap out there, and that's fine. If you got somebody good on the radio that's paying attention the whole time, but too many times the car would be spun out. I remember one particular time, Mike Bresnahan, he's in front of me. We're both on the outside. Bottom's packed up. He moves out of the way. I'm thinking that he's getting loose or something. Right. I shoot the gap. There's a car spun out right there. Oh, <laughs> and I ran right through him. But uh, Citrus, a fast racetrack. It's a great place to go watch a race. And CC's coming for the first time, Richie. Tell her what yes, she's going to see. Yes, I'm so excited. Uh, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be good racing. I guarantee you that. Um, there's always good, them lower classes, there's always good racing going on. Them things, too, you can, about a two and three wide like the pure stocks, you'll see them guys go three or four wide this weekend racing, trying to pass each other. See, that's something you don't see very often. Oh, and, can't and, wait. And like Terry's talking about, entertainment. We're going to get to see um, what kind of show goes on at Citrus for both ends, me on the racing end and also on the media end. We're going to get to look at the crowd count. We're going to get to look at the car count. And this is something called the Winter Spectacular that they're having, which they run every year. They run two legs of it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's usually a great show for them. So it'll be a good showing of the track. And That's Saturday night? Yeah. You 17. Going, yeah. CC's going, too. She Come hasn't ever hit, been there. It's a ride. Yes, I am going. And the good thing is, is I live in between, so if you guys want to come stop in Tampa, you know. And actually, it's funny, because the reason that we actually got in touch with Richie today was a couple of people called me who went to the third, the right. January third race, and saw this all happen, and and uh, they told me, one of them was uh, uh, Bone Man, right. Rex Hollinger. He said, Rex. yeah, he, he said that well, this is somebody we really need to get on our show, because Richie, you put on one hell of a show out there, and... Uh, Apparently you did, huh? Yeah, I ran two races that night. I ran a 50-lap street stock race, uh, started 21st in it, won it also, and then and then in the modified, I, you know, got it, was able to drink a bottle of water and jump into my modified and go from there with it. All right, well, this is what you're going to do, son, okay? If you're not racing, find the 27 late model and come on down there and give me some pointers over there, okay? Mr. I'm running around the racetrack and everybody's talking about you. You're just the guy that I want to talk to when I get there. <laughs> Tell him how he what he's got to do to beat Wayne Anderson. That's all oh, it's no. about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, That's his... is Wayne showing up? I don't know. I of course. I, not of course, because it's only a 50 lap or so. No, it's 75. Or 75, excuse me. Well, it's, that's only 50 to him anyways. Yeah, right. Yeah, I kind of wish I had a ride. I'd like to get him some of that action, too. No, I, I can give it. The last time that I raced, I had issues with my car, and it spun out like five times. And so it aggravated Wayne because it got in the middle of him winning yet another show over there at Charlotte. But um, I have ax- I had axle problems. I had an axle that was twisted. So it would work sometimes and sometimes not. And when it wasn't working, <laughs> that's when the tail comes around, when you got a locker. <laughs> yeah, that's the locker. So do you run a locker in your car when you run there? Um, yeah, I've got a locker in my modified. Um, some guys run them Gleason. And, uh... I got a Detroit locker. I'm cheap. Yeah, that's me. It's they work. That's all I can afford. It's not that I'm cheap. I just can't afford no better. <laughs> hey, you guys, I know a guy from Winners. Uh, Winners, do you? Will he cough up anything? 
Huh? Okay, what? Terry. Hey, Terry, some, Terry's going to hook me up with some sponsorship. Before we're done here, uh, Bonehead's car is going to start having some real sponsors on it that pay money. <laughs> there you Critter's go. still not going to give you no tow money, man. Critter, now listen, I'm giving you all the advertising you can get. Folks, if you don't go to Citrus <laughs> County Speedway this weekend, you're a loser. Okay. Oh, all, all you Florida Gators fans, oh. listen. Tim Tebow is going to be at Citrus County Speedway oh, this Saturday God. night. <laughs> uh, oh, see, people will just come just for the fact that he might be there. I don't know. He might be there. Yeah, he might be there. You can't tell nobody he's getting appearance money, oh, because he's still in college. Ah, that's he's right. Back next year. Yeah. Now this is what I want to know. On that note, okay. Is he getting even a dime for every number 15 jersey that's out there? Even a dime, okay? Well, no. he's not supposed to. He can't get anything. He's not supposed anything. to. He doesn't anything. Did, did y'all ask Richie about last year? Richie, tell us about last year. Uh, last year was a pretty good year, all in all. Um, I ended up winning the Modified Championship and um, ran second to Herb Newman in the late models. Uh, he beat me by 23 points in the late models. So. Richie, how old are you? Um, 31. I always like to ask that question because when I had a radio show back in the day, I asked them where they want to go from here. Uh, are you pretty much where you want to be? No, not really. I want to race bigger and better, but, um, I'm racing what I can afford and that's it. Well, what would bigger and better be? Because, you know, it looks like, uh, even the nationwide guys, they're getting their season all cut up, so. Yeah. And I already said NASCAR's going out of business next year. Nobody believes me. This is their last year if things don't change. Yeah, them guys going to be racing for food just yeah. like the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's well, got to happen. The salaries in NASCAR nowadays, no wonder. I, and I know, that, Richie, you want to be part of that. Not just the money. drivers, but the rest yeah. of them, too. Yeah. Rich, Richie probably, okay, Richie, let's talk, okay? You're 31 years old. You're a hell of a racer, okay? You take the things that you've done. And you line them up and you say, wow, how come I'm not driving one of them cars? The grim reality of the whole thing is you're probably driving the most you're ever going to drive in your whole life. So the truth, what you need to do is drive it 100% just like you're doing. And if something happens and you get lucky and Terry hooks you up with the big sponsor, then you made it. Because if you don't have a sponsor, you never make it anywhere else. Oh, that's true. That's, that's the truth, too. Yeah. I'm trying to hook up a few other people with big sponsors, too. Yeah, and they probably look a lot better than me. <laughs> I'm a hard sell. <laughs> so are you racing this uh, this uh, coming Saturday? Oh, he can't hear you, Richie, so he didn't hear what you said. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm running or not. I don't know if I got a ride or not. He's trying to get a ride. Okay. Webster, if you're listening out there, he wants to drive your car. Glenn Webster. Calling yeah. Glenn Webster. Richie yeah. wants to drive your car. Let's get Richie in a car, man. Somebody put Richie in a car. Rob. We want to see him. Do you need a, a relief driver? Not for 75 laps, but <laughs> I'll, I'd sure take some of his uh, some of his uh, advice on uh, some stuff there. Because this is what I've learned. I don't care how many times. I've probably raced at that racetrack probably more times than he has. But he's been doing it recently. Right. And when you take it recently, there's a big difference in a few years Well, he's ago. been doing it for nine years, right? Yeah. So that's that's a while. Well, I've been doing yeah. it for 15 years, yeah. and not necessarily there, but at a lot of different racetracks. But I still take the information from the guy that was just there running good. Well, Richie, uh, we'll, we will uh, we hope you get a ride because we want to see you race, man. But in any event, uh, we will be be up there. Um, hopefully, you're there, and uh, 
and we get a chance to see you, man. What tires are we running? Yellow Goodyears? Huh? Yellow yeah, Goodyears? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what they're on. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Sounds good. All right, man. Thanks, Thanks a lot, Richie. Thank you. Thanks, Richie. You going to be here Friday and testing? Uh, probably not. Probably not. I'll just come Saturday. I'll come as early as I can. You ain't that. You ain't that good, are you? <laughs> well, I, I, you don't need no practice. Hey, you don't need, you, you if don't I don't have no issues with my car, no, I won't need that much practice. The gun. Okay. All right. Ask Herb, man. Ask Herb. Ask the 09 out there. He'll tell you about it. Hey, me. hey, uh, you just earned five style points, Richie. Thank you. Love it. All right. Talk to you later, man. Anybody right, that, bye-bye. Anybody bye. that comes bye. at me is on Jack's side, for sure. <laughs> All right. That was, pretty, that was pretty good yeah, stuff good. there. Now, listen, we want to apologize for our, to people that are trying to listen I to this show. I can't afford to practice. Because we're having uh, a heck of a time. We're using our backup, some backup equipment tonight because we've got things not quite ready for the new year. But we're having a hell of a time, time trying to keep our stream going. Yeah, I know that. Sounds good. Uh, and, uh, Sounds and, uh, really good. So, you can watch it, or listen, not watch it, you can listen on For all the you folks listening version. live out there, <laughs> hey, Rob, you know what, you got golden ears. Hey, Rob, hey, Rob, <laughs> Rob, listen, man. It's all good. It's all very good. It's all good. We, this I, is I, so we much fun. We are having fun. We haven't been together in a month. I mean. And this is what happens. It, all, it's the bugs when you're on the 10th floor. Things just don't work as if you were on the 9th floor. Because you're higher up. You're higher. <laughs> Got one part of that right. <laughs> so, you do we need to take a break? About the modified reunion. Remember, we talked about that all last. Like, the How did it go? Year. No, that's coming up. <laughs> it's the thirteenth. It's coming up February thirteenth at New Friday. Speedway. Friday, remember? We're Friday the thirteenth, and you're going to be there. We're going to talk to Jerry Benner here in just a minute. Do you have uh, our our uh, embroidery? Is that still a a thing or not? Oh, it's up to you. We'll do it. Okay. Um, let's see here. Fancy work <laughs> embroidery. Um, you know, the folks that take care of us here at Inside Florida Racing, and um, they've made our, our staff shirts and a, a lovely racing jacket for me. Um, and Fancy Work Embroidery also does my C.C. Brooks Limited Edition racing caps uh, that I use. And How are those selling? Kicks Country Night. I don't sell them. I give them away. And they're in demand. I mean, more and more people, they ask for them, and I just can't give them to everyone That's that why I you want. should sell them. Because they're limited edition. You sell them. No, I don't do that. Did she give you one? Yeah. yeah yep. My wife wears it to the yep. races. Well, yep. guess what? And 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 Jack has one. Jack up has on, one on, on the, the wall. wall. And, and what what I what I do is usually when I'm out at certain events, people register to to win them. I still haven't made and it on the wall. I gave him one of my cherished magazines with me on the cover, and it's not on the wall yet. But fancy oh. work embroidery. Did you lose that's it? That's mine. Did you lose that's it? That's mine. I, I mean, that's mine. I gave it to you. Oh, Jack. I can have it, and then I can put it on the wall. I, I gave it to you. That's something that you know. Cece's mo- trying to fulfill but, her plug here. But but Casey Mays and Fancy Work Embroidery, um, they they do top notch work, quality work. Take the ring know, off. No, I'm going to wear the ring. Um, they do top notch. Hey, I actually get to wear a ring on my left hand. I'm enjoying this. You know what? Um, I got that ring. Are we engaged now? I guess so. <laughs> uh, FancyWorkEmbroidery.com. For your business, for your sports team, for your racing team, they can make shirts, hats, jackets, 
bumper stickers, t-shirts, whatever kind of promotional items you may need. Find them online at fancyworkembroidery.com. We also have a link on the InsideFloridaRacing.com page. Jerry Bonero. Jerry Bonero. Yeah. Bonero. Yeah. We'll give him, we, we need to give him a nickname. Jerry man. the Ben Man. The Ben Man. Jerry Benner, welcome back to Inside Florida Racing, man. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Good, man. How you doing? Oh, not too bad. I, I think we got a little trouble with the phone connection. Oh, man, it's a bad connection, period. Can you hear us? Real, real choppy. Real choppy. Okay. You know, we're well, having, we'll we're having one of those we days. Can. We do the best we can. You do the best you can. Tell us where we're at with this, uh, the modified reunion, man. Well, it's, um, it's uh, a month from now, uh, on Friday the 13th of February, and uh, I've been working on this thing a little bit over the last six months, and, and haven't worked real hard on it so far. Uh, I, I kind of found last year that pushing too far too early uh, didn't work out so well, and it turned out to about the last 30 days was when it really built up a lot of steam, and it's starting to do that right now. So we are starting to, we are starting to get some things going. Well, and still got those big names coming? Yeah, right now um, uh, I had a couple more entries over the last couple of days, and uh, at this point we've got uh, 44 uh, drivers lined up and 20, dri- uh, 20 vintage race cars. And it's, uh, it's ahead of where we were last year at this point. Um, and last we wound up with about 90 drivers total. And I expect, uh, I expect it all to, to build a lot of steam over the next couple of weeks. Uh, just like it did last year, uh, over the last, I'd say the last week or ten days last time around. Why don't you get us one of these guys so we can talk to them? I'm sorry? Why don't you get us one of these guys so we can talk to them, you know, as the week, as it gets a little closer. Uh, I know the last we talked to was uh, Ron Bouchard, and he talked about it. And uh, maybe get us um, some of these other named drivers, and uh, we'll get them on and talk to them a little bit. Sure, I'd be glad to try and... Uh get you guys connected to, to each other and, and have them come talk about the, uh, these kind of things. Uh, these guys really seem to enjoy it. Uh, it's, not, it's not quite for everybody, but uh, the, the people that, that uh, do like that kind of a thing uh, really, really enjoyed themselves last year. And uh, that, that, that really put a smile on my face to see how much these guys really, really had a good time. These guys that used to fight and cuss and, and swear with each other, now they're hugging each other with tears in their eyes. So i got a great idea, Jerry. You ready? We could do reality television with these guys. <laughs> Jack is playing with the bubble wrap, but um, we could do reality television There's with these guys. There's fireworks, man. It if was you a think sound about, effect. Oh, that was supposed to think, be fireworks. If you think about how exciting it would be for them, you know, because they get excited about just being able to sit around and talk about it, but if we did some kind of reality thing. turn into a reality like game for, show? Uh, a couple weeks or something and... Stuck them to some tasks in cars and stuff, and see if they still got it. Such a thought. I'd love to see these. I'd love to see. That's an interesting thought. And some of them actually still are. A couple of them still still kind of dabble behind the wheel. Uh, most of them have retired out. Uh, bodies get older, and the reflexes get a little slower and stuff. And they they a lot of them decided they they had their day in the fun. They're turning it over to the younger guys. But so see, still love being around it. You can do it not in the car in these days could do it with video games because half of these guys you know what that's what you need to do jerry at the reunion bring a racing video game there 
and have it set up and have some kind of competition with these guys because they all would be equal at it because they all know nothing about it. Well, one of the things that uh, it's kind of, kind of funny, if you mention that, it's kind of along the same lines as uh, this year we're supposed to have a, uh, a slot car speedway out there that has eight lanes, and they're all going to get to race against each other. It's all computerized. And we're going to try and set up some match races between these guys and see if they can beat each other, even if it's you know, little miniature cars rather than a full-size thing. But I'm going to try and get them racing against each other again. Well, that's not a bad deal. I mean, how much could a PlayStation cost to bring with you, though? <laughs> hey, no, Jer- Jerry, this is Terry Wall. I already own one. We're talking hundreds. Yeah. Hey, Jerry, this is Terry Wall. Um, you know, Jeff Bodine was uh, one of the more famous modified drivers. Yep. Um, and uh, if you could get him on our show, that would be a tremendous deal. I would love to do it, and I, I tried real hard to get a hold of him last year, and I wasn't able to. Um, we we almost had his brother Brett Bodine talked into coming, but he he was real instrumental in that car of tomorrow that NASCAR is using now. Right. And he knew that during that week he just wasn't going to have any time. I, in fact, a friend of mine had lunch with him one day, and he says, we didn't get two sentences straight with each other before the phone would ring, and the phone would ring, and the phone would ring, and the phone would ring. So he, he realized how, how busy Brett really was. But I'd, I'd love to get Jeff out there. Um, uh, he's pretty difficult to find, though. I, I don't really know how to find them. Then it's not time for him yet. See, these other guys, they're not difficult to find. They're easy to find because they don't have a hundred things going on. Those are the guys you need to capitalize on, anyways. Forget these guys that are too busy for oh, you. They'll be there. They were there last year, man. They'll be there this year too, no doubt. Yeah, he's, Jeff Bodine's not old enough yet. That's right. But he should be, man. He's been racing for ever. Yeah, he's he's been racing since what late fifties. I believe he was running the, the the very first race that I ever went to back in. I think it was nineteen sixty seven. Uh, 67 or 68 was the very first I started going, and he'd been in it for a couple of years. He started running our local track. so Did, Was he running the 99 car at that time? Yep. yep. Well, he ran before uh, Mark Martin, that, that long before Mark Martin. Yeah, that was a cool car. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you can get him to do an interview with Real Racing USA, the, uh, the Florida, I'm sorry, Florida Inside, Inside Racing. Yeah, one of them. That, one would, of them. that would be uh, great. I'd love to be able to get a hold of him. I'll, I'll put that on the hit list and see if I can uh, find a way to, to track him down. Okay. But uh, that's, it's, that's one of my biggest challenges down here is most of these people still live up north during the, during the summer. Uh, a lot of them still live up there full time. Um, and, you know, of course, living down here, I don't get a chance to run into them at the track or run into somebody that knows how to get a hold of them. So a lot of it is, you know, email and word of mouth and you know, trying to, trying to, you know, find a needle in a haystack trying to find some of these guys. Uh, that's been the, that's been the toughest part of the whole thing is actually finding them. Once I get a hold of them, tell them what's going on. Uh, I've had very, very few people along the way tell me that it just wasn't their thing and not interested. And I'd say probably 90% of the people that have been contacted, uh, you know, they, they did come. Yeah. And they told friends and they brought friends and it just snowballed. Yeah. We're getting the band back person. together. Hey, yeah, hey Jerry. Um at the uh, we're doing this tonight after this show's over. Uh we're going to have a we had about a 25 minute interview with Eric Amarola from a couple of years ago. Um and then we're playing the um a repeat replay of the uh last year's modified reunion, um uh, the show we did there. And we're going to do that. We're going to replay it at the end of every one of our shows 
now until um, it happens this year. And, of course, we'll broadcast it again uh, this year live. That was really cool. The people loved it. They had a good time. I'll tell you, I can't tell you. There's been probably around 4,000, 5,000 listens to that show um, throughout the year. It was really cool. Oh, good. Uh, it, it's going to be pushed a little harder this time around, too. I'll, I'll, I'm going to make sure that uh, a lot more of the uh, a lot more of the people know exactly what to do and how to find it and come and listen to it later and uh, do a lot better follow-up than I did last year. That was one of my... That was one of my learning curves from last. Oh no, Jerry, that was fun, man. I still have pictures. I I could see this. He, Rob, this, yeah, this is Jerry. This is Jerry, right? He's smoker. I, he was a chain smoker. <laughs> Tell us, Jerry, you were a chain smoker that day. Uh, I'm smoking right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds exciting, uh, folks. Remember uh, February thirteenth, Friday the thirteenth, um, the reunion. They're getting the band back together. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's uh, noon till five, and then at seven o'clock at New Smyrna Speed. This is at New Smyrna Speedway, and then at seven o'clock they have a full racing program, uh, including the Richie Evans Memorial 100 lapper, and uh, a full program with the ASA type late models and super late models and a couple other things. Uh, so it's a, it, it should be a, a full day of a lot of fun. Uh, so if you can make it up, please come on out and join us. Come on, promo it right. Come on, you're going to let the uh, old guys race. We're going to put them all out there on the racetrack, all together. All 60 of them, when they show up, are all going to race, folks. Come out and see it. <laughs> I'm going to teach you guys how to be a promoter yet. Because if things don't happen, it's not your fault. We've heard plenty of promoters promote races that were going to happen at the track, and then nothing. I mean, just think, happen. Tim Tebow's going to be at Citrus County Speedway Absolutely. this weekend. Absolutely. Signing autographs. That's right. He might be. Huh. You never know. Huh. And he might not be. <laughs> Things come up. Okay, Jerry. Hey, uh, Jerry, I wanted I to let you know. It. Yeah, before you go, man, I want to let you know. I, I almost forgot about this, but, you know, this best of the best deal. Uh, this voting that's been going on for the last six weeks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, here's the thing. We didn't tell anybody, or not too many people know about this, but, you know, like when the race is over and you get your uh, award in the winner's circle and uh, everybody gives you uh, flowers and you get your trophy and you get all this good stuff and then you go to tech and you get DQ'd and you lose it all? Well, <laughs> yes, that does happen, as we all know. Well, uh, in the best of the best voting, which was organized by Carol Wicks and Jane Smith, um, Rick Angies and Bill Green are doing tech on the voting as we speak. And uh, there may be some DQs in the tech shed, and then uh, we're going to announce the winners of the best of the best voting next Monday night here on Inside Florida Racing. Hey, Jerry, also, oh, we're going to be giving away a Lifetime Achievement Award to somebody that I think you might find interesting uh, on Wednesday night. Who's that? I'm not going to tell you. No, it's all. It's all. Are we going to? So we're going to mention all the winners on Monday. Next Monday. So next Monday. Okay. Okay. About, I didn't know. I, I thought, thought we were doing it on. Uh, well, I thought we were keeping them Wednesday. a surprise until Wednesday. No, we're going to do it. I'll tell you why. It's like a different thing, you know. Like that deal. This thing that we're doing. This Inside Florida Racing Pandora Jewelers Driver of the Year Award. This is a major, serious award. I mean, we're talking. A beautiful four thousand dollar ring. You guys all yes. seen it, and it's yes, like this it is. is. We're something. not telling who the winner is until no, Wednesday. Absolutely, Wednesday. absolutely. Okay, but well, it's, a, but it's a very, very big <laughs> well, that, deal. Well, but why. the point is, this thing on the internet, the best of the best. First of all, you got to remember, there is no way on earth, no way, 
ESPN can't even do it. There's no way that you can have online voting for a, a thing like this and not have people cheat. Oh, and the even. harder you make yeah. it, the harder you make it, and I'm an expert in this, this is what I do, is computer stuff. The harder you make it to for people to cheat, all you're doing is rewarding the people who are most experienced because they then are the only ones who so can cheat. The Lifetime Achievement so this Award is, just is different. A fun, that's a different Remember? thing. That's a yeah, serious yes, award. The, the Lifetime Achievement Award series These are fun, and hopefully, on, you know, yeah. I, I, these, I, wanted, I was explaining to Jerry, you guys, that I didn't yeah. know if he knew that we were given a Lifetime Achievement well, Award we're not, to somebody that he's going to think is pretty oh, interesting, absolutely. I think. Oh, yeah. oh, absolutely. And we're doing that on Wednesday night, aren't we, along no. with our... No, we are not. I thought we oh, were I thought we to. were. No. You know, I, I think I, it's it's being done, but it's not going to be done on Wednesday night. No. I thought that it was. No. Oh well, you and I are out of the loop. Well, when can we tell him who it is? Who Jerry? I think I did, I think I did hear who it was. Oh, he'll know. I'm not going to let it out. He'll but, know. Uh, it'd be uh, if it is who I think it is. He's a very deserving candidate. Yeah. No doubt about it. And he should be. Yeah, you'll like it, Jerry. No doubt. Oh, I bet we're going to wait to be able to do it in person at a track. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. Now we'll, we'll I see We'll make a special on-track presentation. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All righty. Well, I think this is going to be so much fun. And um, Hey, Jerry, we'll see you on the 13th, man. And uh, I'll tell you what, we're over the next few weeks, we'll be getting in touch with you because we certainly want to have some of these guys on, mm-hmm. some of the, the drivers who are coming uh, coming back. Yeah, that that would be great. Um, uh, a lot of these guys really like talking about their careers and some of the stuff they've done. Uh, one of the guys that I'm hoping to get, uh, I'm pretty sure he's coming this year, is a guy named Frankie Schneider, uh, who started back in 1947. Uh, he, he just he just quit driving just recently, but here's a guy that accomplished a lot along the way. Here's a guy that, that came from an era where he actually ran eight times a week. He would run every night of the week and twice on Sundays, Traveling up and down the coast, wherever there was a race, and that guy, I'm sure, has got some stories to tell. So uh, I've been in contact with his daughter. She said that he is in town during those uh, during that period of time. He's got some things to do at Daytona, but she thinks he's free that day. And he would, and and if it falls together, she said uh, that's his kind of thing. He'd love to come. And if I can get him uh, get him directly on the line, I'd love to hook you guys up together because I bet you he can tell some great stories from a lot of different areas and a lot of different places. Frankie Snyder. Yep, uh, something over 700 wins, uh, over about 50 years of driving. Uh, he's won NASCAR Grand Nationals. He's won ARCA races. He's won modified races. Uh, anything from, you know, the, the days where you bashed the windows out of a car and took it to the track all the way up through the, you know, manufactured chassis and, and stuff like that. He's seen all the changes and all the different eras. He was part of it all. Well, that yeah, sounds great, that. and and if we can if we can work it out and have them on, that would be outstanding. And we thank you for uh, spending some time with us on Inside Florida Racing. It is a, uh, it's can you believe it? The two hours time. have flown by. Jerry, you take it easy, okay? Talk to you soon, man. Bye bye. Thanks for having me on. You guys have a good time. All right. That's yeah, right. So, so end of just, another show. Let me let me finish that thought real quick on this uh, uh, best of the best deal. Yeah. It's supposed to be a fun thing with people, you know, everybody yeah. can kind of get involved Tracking in. Concession, yeah. flagman, photographer. Yeah. It's a fun thing, yeah. and and that's cool. But, you know, at the same time, it's not the same thing as like a, you know, a major, you know, like award. 
by the media and the promotion. It's not like a major award, like on the Christmas story, one of those lamps. What's that? Oh, the leg lamp. What's he talking about? Okay. We're giving a leg lamp. I missed that. One. We're going to give a leg lamp. The, the, the movie, The Christmas Story. He's never seen. Okay. That. So we're going to keep <laughs> the Grinch. We're going to we're going to we're going to keep quiet until Wednesday, the twenty first, on who the Pandora Jeweler Driver of the Year is. Yeah, got that right. And then we're going to. Do keep you know quiet. who it is? Yes, I do. And then um, we're going to keep. I'm pretty sure I do. Um, you do? We do. I, we do. I do. You do. I do. And we're you going do. to uh, keep quiet a little bit longer. Who our a lifetime achievement award is? Yes. And but on Monday they can tune into Inside Florida Racing, and we will announce all the other categories, the winners, um, like the rookies and most improved concessions. After they go through Rick and Bill's as tech go, shed, as we go through the tech first, first the tech shed and vetting everybody, and um, and then they can come and join us on Wednesday the twenty first at East Bay Raceway Park for the live presentation of the awards. Is there any uh, contingencies? Uh, we have any sponsors throwing anything at these guys? A little bit here and there, yeah. I, I should hope so that we have something else to uh, and maybe more present to them. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yep, we got it all. It's uh, in the in the works. Remember what I told you about promotion. Yeah. What'd you tell me? Man, we got all kinds of things. These guys are getting all kinds of stuff. We hey, got this ring to give away. Did you we see got the major prizes to give the away? Cars, oh, all kinds of stuff, folks. You got to come check it out. We're going to be giving stuff away. All right, come see us at Citrus County this weekend, along with yeah. uh, Mr. Uh, Tebow and. Uh, and uh, Rob Elting. Man, I'm going to be there. I'm fired up, man. Critter, he's fired up. He's working on a Bonehead promo right now. Is driving will be the first time You're he's raced in a while, so uh, come on out and yeah, like three watch months. him. Three months since I moved. Yeah. Since yeah. I moved back to Tampa. Thank you for joining us on our first show of 2009 from the 10th floor of the Carnac Building. It is inside Florida Racing. It will only get worse. Yeah, peace. Same time next week. Drink some alcohol. When you do the St. Pete Boogie, you really gonna have a ball. When you do the St. Pete Boogie, you really gonna have a ball. Down the south side of town, yeah, in some hole in the wall. I got to do the St. Pete Boogie. I'm gonna jump until I fall. I've got to do the St. Pete Boogie. I'm gonna jump until I fall. Bar hopping and high topping. Hey Lord, can't you hear me call?
Don't be caught to break crime. 